0: we join now by our market analyst Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Moving back to uh, economics, uh, US stocks, we were talking about this yesterday, Clive, and um, they've stemmed the global sell-off there.
1: Yeah, they did, Sakina. It was quite interesting, In actual fact, what happened was they all maintained their growth uh, that we saw them lose uh, about uh, a week and a half ago, and including as well, remember Wednesday, we saw that shocker day that we saw when the sell-off started. So, uh, fortunately, they came back. Uh, the U.S. rallied uh, with the Dow Jones Industrial Average, uh, going back some of these slots on Wednesday from the sell-off. And also, we saw the oil advance. Can you believe it? Oil is back. It's bounced back just over uh, $31 per barrel. And it's, obviously, that sort of bolstered and gave more energy uh, to the energy producers and helped stabilize the global market's rental, uh, uh, which obviously was the concern over China. The asset beef up and as well. Uh, the index gained uh, most in its... Um, most of the week uh, is up by 6.5%. Uh, following after the sell-off, obviously, we remember that they lost quite a significant amount as well of ground. Uh, what we're looking to see now, this afternoon, I suppose, is something very, very interesting. Uh, we're going to be doing things that um, we're going to be having a look and see how the Dow Jones Industrial is going to respond to the oil prices because that is very, very important for us to understand. Uh, the other market uh, commentators are actually saying that, if that industrial index comes out and it's not looking strong, it might just affect uh, the oil price again. So we might see it as well cracking down the bottom of the $30 barrel per barrel uh, uh, mark. So that might be a concern.
0: And this has also led to Asian stocks rebounding, Clive.
1: It has. It's led to Asian markets did re, uh, uh, rebound this, uh, this Early hours of this morning, the Asian stocks tracked the US gains, obviously, with the benchmark obviously going there up above one percent. The MSCI Asia Pacific index also rising up by zero point eight percent. We saw st- stocks, uh, specifically energy stocks and uh, stocks that are within the industrial space as well, doing relatively well. That, that thanks as well to the to the uh, to the oil uh, uh, price strengthening slightly and giving optimism to that to that effect. Uh, we also heard that the, uh, there was federal. Reserve Bank's commentary um, um, uh, um, uh, one of the the, the members there, Mr. Louis Chief James, he spoke about what is it that is happening within the energy space, specifically when it comes to oil. There's been conspiracy, I don't know, I don't believe in conspiracy theories, Sakina, personally, but there's been conspiracy that this, this bottoming out of the oil price has to do with some of the company's strategy within the energy sector in the U.S., and that affecting the actual oil price. And that's why OPEC has not... Uh, 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 responded in any way to try and protect the price of oil. They've continuously continued to pump the stuff out of the ground. So that is that is the conspiracy. Um, but well, what happened to the Chinese or the Asian market is that that sort of attracted a lot more uh, of businesses. Obviously, the yen weakened against the dollar as well, which sort of helped the exporters and makes them look in the positive.
0: And then, Clive, if we could just do a very quick rap uh, looking at yeah. uh, the oil price that has slumped and, of course, the Rand that's played yo-yo this week.
1: <laughs> do you know the yo-yo? Did you play the yo-yo? Oh, yes, uh, I did. You
0: know. Walk <laughs> the dog and all of those More other... Hey, man, tr- I played yo-yo. There's one
1: I remember. Stand still.
0: <laughs> I remember that. I remember all of that.
1: So, you know, we had a very tough week. I mean, it's the second week of trade that we've had for 2016, and what has been interesting for me, uh, ultimately, has been the unstable uh, uh, RAND, and the reason why that is, is because, despite the weakening, uh, for for investors, particularly in our space, what is very important is for it to be stable. Whether the RAND is at 16 RAND or it's at 12 RAND to the U.S. dollar, as long as there's stability within the currency, it's easier to make uh, sort of uh, planning or to to do trading. To do effective structuring within the portfolio management. When it's not stable, like when it goes from from 14 to 16 and then 15 to 18, we get very, very nervous because money easily leaves uh, our shores or it's not easy to control the money that comes within our shores as well. So that has been the biggest story for me. It's been the ride. Also, we saw for the first time that the, the, uh, in more than 21 years that the oil price hit bottom and it, it went below the $30. Per barrel mark, which was quite phenomenal to see, and we saw the reaction uh, from the American companies, the industrial companies, where, when that actually happened. That was interesting for me to, to see. The other thing that was uh, crazy this week was obviously uh, the, the, the tax regulations, which we spoke about yesterday. Sakina, um, I, I, I was thought I was asked to, to comment. This was on Twitter. I, the reasons why I support it. Until you see Sakina, how difficult it is, people live. Our people live after retirement. Until you see the realities that they have to go to um, and when they have nothing left because all the money that they had, little what, the, what they could have saved, is not available to them at that time, then reality hits home. And and, and, and and I agree with your commentators earlier on talking about education for our people, financial literacy. Do you know, Sakina, that only 17.5% of people actually understand and know how to read they are paid sleep. He Where your money comes from. They don't even know how to read that, how to understand what is net, what is gross, what is this, what is that, what is pension, what is providence. I urge everyone to take, please, a moment in time and think about how this particular law will re- revolutionize the way our pensioners' lives will be. When they get to retirement,
0: and and just to emphasise that point, there's a tweet here from uh Ramukha Chana, and I've uh, forwarded that to you. I've tagged you in it. It says, yeah. "Can someone simplify for me this new tax amendment? They talk about annuities. What is that?" And I think that drives home the point that people yeah. don't necessarily understand the jargon, mm. uh, the the you know the language that is used.
1: Oh, absolutely, Toshina. Annuity, Gabanga is your when you are retired. It's, model, it's what you're going to get being paid on a monthly basis based on how much you have saved up to retirement so the better you you save so the younger you are naturally i always say the younger you are the earlier it is that you start saving the better because when you get to the age where you get to retire all that money now becomes because outside service, you're not working anymore so that something needs to replace your income the annuity is an enabler. It's what you've got to be drawing down from the capital that you'd have saved at the age of 60. And with that, I say to the weekend people, weekend, go power."
0: <laughs> Thank you so much, Clive.